Drum roll, please. From WNYC, you are listening to the Radio Rookies Podcast. A show that puts listeners in the shoes of teenagers. Our lives. Our communities. Our world. Radio Rookies help me learn that the power of the mic. That the power of the mic is a beautiful thing. Hi, I'm Verilyn Williams, a producer here at WNYC's Radio Rookies. Sickle cell anemia is a blood disorder that in the U.S. affects mostly African Americans. Radio rookie Bree Person has sickle cell anemia and wanted to do a story that would raise awareness of the disease. But when talking about it with her family and friends, she struggles. What are we doing right now? We are putting up sickle cell posters around the school. I want everyone to know what sickle cell is. What do you know about sickle cell? Mm, don't remember. I want them to know about the disease. Sickle cell isn't being given a lot of money. Because... But not specifically about me. It sounds real cool and easy. Hi, Sinchi. But then here comes my friend Sinchi. Asking all these questions. What is that? Asking all these questions. Yes, I have it. You do? Yes. Did I? Wait, what? Here we go. I get, like, pains in my legs. What are you saying is that you can't walk? I don't want people to judge me. And I don't want them to feel sorry for me. You know how your cells are, like, circular? Those are square. Let it go. Rhombus. Let me just say it. It's a C. Ew, how how is that possible? It just is. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sickle cell? is a genetic disease that prevents oxygen from passing through the cells. That messes with your blood circulation. I have pain today. This is me when I'm sick. I'm fixing myself a warm bath because that usually helps. Moving any part of me, even an inch, feels like a 12-inch needle going through my arm. It took some codeine. I shouldn't run, but I do. I shouldn't swim, but I do. I shouldn't take the stairs, but guess what? I do. The problem is, doing too much or even getting too upset can send me into a crisis. My fingers start to swell up and my legs start to shake. When things get really bad, I go to the hospital. I hate the hospital. The thing is... My pain doesn't show. It's still pretty invisible to many people. That's Suzette Oyeku. She's a sickle cell doctor in the Bronx. Even though the disease has been described for more than 100 years, there are many people who are suffering in silence. Mostly people like me, black people. One of every 500 black or African-American babies is born with it. We're called sicklers. I tell you, you know, not to hide it. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. I live mostly with my mom. When my twin brother's with us, we like to sit around, make jokes, just talk. We've always laughed like this. But when I was younger... I was jealous. I was sick a lot more. Because you took a whole bunch of time out of school. So I was like, Dad, why don't I have sickle cell? I want that. (sighs) He's such a bleep, bleep, freaking... Okay, listen, being in the hospital was not fun. I think you wanted me to do everything for you. And I just felt like, you know, you're going to do it yourself. You told me your arm was hurting, so I said, use your other arm. You're not dead. My mom and dad both taught me to handle things on my own. You kind of got it together. That's something that I always feel so good about when I see you. Feel like, you know what, I can do it. There was a time where it did look like, you know, you were really feeling bad. And I actually tried to feed you then. And you were like, I got it. 
And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my. That made me so happy because I was like, oh, my gosh, she gets it. My mom had a brother with the sickle cell disease, and I was very close to him. Hi, auntie. Hi, Bree. My aunt Trent and I started talking about how funny he was at a basketball tournament. He would pretend like he was going into a crisis and be like, oh, I need you to cook me this meal. And I would go and cook the meal. Then he would pop up and be like, yeah, thanks. And and he would be fine. (laughs) He would be fine. Sometimes we were in the hospital at the same time. He would come in my room and we both have a lot of IVs. And he would say, it's holding me back. As if the IV pole were the problem. One thing that I learned from Uncle Johnny was to always tell people that you love them. Uncle Johnny's disease was more severe than mine. He was only expected to live to 18, but he made it to 38. Talking to my mom about him is hard. How did you feel when he passed? Um, I felt like my whole world came to an end. I felt like... When he died, I wanted to die, too. That's how I felt. I felt like I lost my very best friend. That's how I felt. Oh, God. A few weeks later, for the first time, I asked my mom if I had a life expectancy. And she told me 48. I don't know what to think about that. I mean, my mom is 41 now. And imagine... Seven years from my mom's age? Am I going to be totally unable to take care of myself? When you would see me in the hospital sick, what ran through your head? Um, remorse, anger. I probably would say guilt, the blame. I didn't like that. Why would you feel remorse or anger? Um, because, I don't know, I kind of blame... Myself. My oldest brother, Jay, was born with a sickle cell trait. So my parents knew they might have another child with the disease. Sometimes in life you take chances, so I think, you know, a little remorseful. This is why I don't like talking about sickle cell. It's depressing. See, I'm happy that I'm here. I'm happy that you took that chance. I've come to the conclusion that I'm basically two people. One is sickle cell brie. And one is Super Brie. Sickle Cell Brie is um, difficult, leave me alone, in pain. Super Brie is outgoing, ready to jump, ready to climb, ready to be a boss. That means someone who takes control of her life. Do you think that me having Sickle Cell helps me to be a better person in any way? I think it pushes you. I think it pushes you to do a little better. If I'm going to talk about sickle cell, that's what I want people to get. Yes, being a sickler interferes with who I am, but it also makes me who I am. I just want to tell you that it is a pleasure, a pleasure being your mom. I'm proud to say that I'm your father. It feels pretty good to know that, um... You are proud of me. For WNYC, I'm Ricky Reporter, Bree Person. And I love you. Thank you. I love you, too. All right, ready? Radio Rookies is supported by the Act 
Axe, right? The Axe Houghton Foundation. The Bay and Paul Foundations. The Fred L. Emerson Foundation. The Hive Digital Media Learning Fund and the New York Community Trust. The National Endowment for the Arts. Margaret Newbart Foundation. Newman's... Newman's Own Foundation, the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs, the New York State Council on the Arts, on the Arts or the Arts, the Pinkerton Foundation, the Smart Family Foundation, the W. Clement and Jesse V. Stone Foundation, and Time Warner Cable. Radio Rookies is produced by Courtney Stein, Kari Pekin, and Andrew Mambo. Our mix engineers are Paul Schneider, Wayne Schulmeister, Casey Means, and Mike Jones. Radio Rookie's theme music was produced by... Wait, what theme music? What, what theme music does Radio Rookies have? I don't know. <laughs> they were just trying to give somebody a shout out. <laughs>